what's up, pal? Oh, wait a minute. This doesn't sound like Anthony. <laughs> uh, you know, he he uh I'm I'm so happy you're here because uh, I'm tired of running reruns every excuse he gets not to do this. Uh Of course. That, of uh, course. I we we tried to do this once before. By the way, I have the uh famous Blake Chadwick on on the on the other side of this podcast. For anyone curious, uh, most listeners will have heard of you because uh, <laughs> you you do get mentioned. I think there was a while there where there was a tradition where either Anthony or I would take would hide a shot at Blake Chadwick in the podcast, and it was like kind of a became an Easter egg kind of thing. But uh, oh, what, what kind of shots are you talking about here, listen, Benji? It depended. It was a lot of times it was in reference to whatever we were talking about, and if it pivoted to a shot at Blake. And it flowed. See, it was never like a random, like, like, let me get my shot in here. Right. <laughs> it had to have a natural flow to it. You know, of course, like some kind of, uh, you know, reason for for being. Uh, otherwise, uh, we would go a podcast or two without, you know, uh, it didn't always happen. I'm just saying that for a while there, there was a nice run where like well, we, were, we were definitely fitting them in. And uh, well, yeah, let's let's continue the run then. Let's. Uh, well, I mean, we could. Listen, I felt like this podcast could just be us taking shots at Anthony for 45 minutes. I am we could. We I could. am not opposed to that. And and if I decide to do fill in hosts instead of reruns from going on, some of the fill in hosts would definitely that would be their motive for doing it. Like uh like like Billy and Bobby and a few of the others that have done this before. So, you know. Of course. You know. I I I do want to say it's uh I did want to acknowledge this. Uh, first and foremost, is that I'm I'm a little bummed, a little bummed that. Uh, what are you bummed about? I think this is going to be the first, first AEW pay per view that you're not coming over for. Ah, yeah, it, it's definitely the first one in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, Forbidden Door is uh, forbidding me from watching it. <laughs> I, I'll be in uh, My- the wonderful. <laughs> Just... Smoky Mountain region there in the uh, great state of Tennessee calling some MMA action. And, you know, it, it would be pretty cool if it was a few weeks from now when I was in the great state of Tennessee and I could maybe pop by that flare abortion that we're going to see. <laughs> I, I True. I think I want to send you a uh, – I think, I think Sunday I'm going to just send you a picture of my door and write forbidden on it because <laughs> – that that it would be the forbidden door. I, it's not like I can walk through with food this time. No, well, you always walk through with food, but at least you know for others. Well, listen, that's a listen, that's a foregone conclusion. And the beauty of it is that we all know, and we're just excited for it to happen, so that we can just talk about it. Like it's just <laughs> like like we 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 know this is like you know you could set your clock to it, like the sun rising and setting. So we know. We know when Blake's coming over that t- the next day we're going to have to make some jokes about him bringing food for just himself. So, uh, did you did you hear uh, did you, you did you hear uh, Howard's opinion on that? On oh, that? I, I was in the, the double episode. <laughs> I, I got down on both episodes, of Howard. Yeah, but did, we brought that up to him, and uh, <laughs> he went from putting you over like a million bucks, going, "Oh, that's just wrong." <laughs> That's that's very on brand. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I we were trying. Listen, you you probably could hear on that podcast 
that we were doing our best to steer Howard into burying a few people. And it was, Oh, I mean, you were literally just detouring right into the deep ends of the ocean. Softballs though. Like you would think that these would all be like, like just, he'd be cranking them at least getting on third base. And we're talking about Howard Brody running and still getting a third base <laughs> on these softballs. You would think that he, you know, I was waiting for a little bit of a deeper dive. I, I was kind of, I have to say, I'm a little disappointed that, on the platform of the breakfast club, yes. he decided to pull back a little bit. Yeah. And, well, but then the funny flip side is I think to this day, he still checks in pretty regularly with Anthony wondering if there's any feedback. Cause he's worried he went too far on it. <laughs> oh, the next day I'm getting calls, texts at all hours of the day. Have you watched it? Have you heard about it? Da, da, da. I'm like, Howard, I don't think anyone's running to hear this, but you know, obviously if they, do hear it. I would imagine that, uh, you know, I can't imagine with the exception of Mr. Owens, I can't imagine anyone really creating any kind of thing out of it. Right. That's fair. I mean, I mean, well, even listen, we all love Mr. Santee, but I don't think anything Howard said would be wholeheartedly either disagreed with or, or shadowed. I think, I think, I think part of his 12 steps is, is admitting that all is true. Yeah. <laughs> So what what step would that be? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the steps. Let's just say like accountability. Like there's got to be some self accountability. You know, you would think. So I assume one of twelve steps has to be accountability. I'm not saying he. Uh, listen, I know one of the steps is is uh, like asking for forgiveness or or whatever. I'm not saying he's uh, he's at that stage, but he's got to be at least at the accountability stage of this program. You would think you would think he, he's pretty close. And I'm saying, and I'm not. And again, I'm just making a joke here. I don't know that he's even in a program, but I know that he's. I know that he clean. He's cleaned up. So uh, so we just we just kind of like associate one with the other you know what i mean so right so uh so uh yeah that's uh that's pretty much it i mean let, let let's be honest that this this shows like as seinfeld as it gets it's a show about nothing so it is it, you know it's like if we if we really want to just just shoot on anthony for the next like 30 minutes i like listen just just you could start us off because uh because i i'll tell you on my end I'm ready to start a spite podcast and just fire him. And, and <laughs> so, all right. So let's say there was the proverbial spinoff. Let's say we did have the spite podcast. Well, it wouldn't, be a, spite a, it wouldn't be a spinoff so much as a, as a pivot. Well, so what would it be called? It would be called the spite cast. Oh, okay. Or, I like that. Or, or maybe, or maybe it's like the dinner club, the bitter club. And no, then the dinner club, no dinner. Dinner? I think the bitter club is better. I think I was going to say not breakfast, but dinner. Yeah, I understand. Uh, it, it, see, the dinner club sounds way too classy for anything I would be involved with, or any any of my uh, adjacent peripheries. You know, uh, I don't think any of us are would be in a dinner club. That's for sure, unless it's <laughs> unless it's like one of those uh, things like Dwayne Long and Howard used to do with the wrestlers. Right, which uh, which was that they would bring what what was that the a, a like a handful of people like what ten, ten people I'd say yeah it was it was a table's worth you know about ten to twelve maybe yeah. tops and would, I think they all tipped in brought in the name and you know talked to them for a couple hours right they would pull their money they'd fly in a, a guy they'd go out and have a fancy dinner and basically just it was to spend like a, a solid like 
what two and a half three hours with the individual talking 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 the talk and the, it would it'd right. be good if they recorded them and then put them out on youtube now that is something that is probably one of those situations where the whole idea of sitting down with the name and having some dinner and kind of breaking kayfabe and the whole bit it was a little bit ahead of its time but the idea of then broadcasting it well, and capitalizing on it was way i don't know if it's you know ahead of its time i mean we're talking we're talking rf videos 20 years ago, you know, that's true. And I guess, you know, this, this is that whole practice had been going down for, by the way, you know, roughly, uh, RF, RF, RF videos for it. Like I don't, we're talking shorthand sometimes. And I, I like to take a pause and like fill people in for that. Don't know. We're talking some wrestling shorthand here. RF videos was a company owned by a guy named Rob Feinstein. So, you know, real clever RF video. I should just name this podcast. <laughs> Let's be like if I name this podcast BT podcast, you know. Um, right. And Rob Feinstein uh, used to put out these videos called shoot videos where they would have these mostly unemployed and disgruntled, uh, you know, vi- you know, uh, usually in the later stage of the career or retirement of their career. Uh, wrestlers would sit down and answer and basically do a long form interview where they would shoot, which would mean like tell the truth. Uh, you know, uh, what what what's the right definition of shoot? Just kind of like I, I guess uh, real because shooting in the ring means like real, like like right. you're really throwing a punch, you're really kicking, you're really shooting on someone. Uh, not, not holding anything back, not, right. not protecting any, not protecting the business necessarily. Right, right, right. So you, there you go for wrestling purposes. It's not protecting right. the business, and so these guys would make a bunch of money selling DVDs of these things. Now that whole business model's fucked since. DVDs are no longer a thing and or CDs. Yeah, D- DVDs are no longer a thing. And the internet, everyone just pirates everything two seconds later anyways. So right. uh, as- you- aside from the fact that RF is, you know, like a internet pervert and all these other things, you know. Speaking of which, yes. are you aware of how he ties into arguably the biggest star in wrestling today? Ties into the biggest star in wrestling today. Who's the who would you consider the biggest star? Well, are, 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 arguably, I would say it's someone that's certainly in the conversation. In the business, for, yes, currently, and from and from our angle, certainly one of our top. Well, are, are you talking like a Roman Reigns type? Well, no, I mean, I would say I guess Roman would probably be at the pinnacle of the business right now. But in that same conversation, I would probably have to say would be one MJF. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of people probably don't realize. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, when he was on the independent scene in his first couple of years cutting his teeth, I'd say probably back in 2014, 15 times, maybe 16, he was Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Oh. And he changed the name almost 100% due to the connection where people could. Any association to that. Yeah. Correct. It's like being an Anderson. You don't want to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess in your case, it would be negative. It, no, no. But I'm saying like the a family association, like you don't want to be right. a Feinstein and people think that you're from the Feinstein tree of wrestling, which is you know, exactly right. Exactly. I was I was nervous. You were saying that that back then uh, MJF looked like a more like a, a cute 14 year old boy that will pretend he said 17 on the Internet, you know, <laughs> Did I ever tell you my one of our Feinstein stories? I have two of them, by the way. Do you know either of my Feinstein stories? At, 
I do believe at some point I have heard you bring up Feinstein, but I don't necessarily connect. I can't connect the dot with a, a specific story. Okay. Well, I have heat going back to the original ECW days with the guy. Now, I have to say, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast obviously is at least aware of in some way, shape, or form our dear, long-loved, good friend, Double J. Jackie. We bring him up a lot. Yes. I have to imagine there's a connection here where you having heat with Feinstein's connected to Jackie. Uh, No, actually, it's not. Um, Wow. It kind of predates Jackie. Okay, go I met Jackie... On the last leg of my relationship with this girl who's part of the story. So I was dating and living with this girl, Jan, uh, who who turned out to be a complete whore and uh, and cheated on me and yada, yada. So and and that's all. I mean, the term whore might be objectionable, uh, except that she went on to cheat on most of her other boyfriends and husbands after me. And those are like more way more in the public eye. Than, than anything I had with relationship wise with her. So anyway, right. let's let's jump back into me though. Uh, so we we used to go to wrestling stuff because I rediscovered wrestling when I was living with her. That we had the little cable box that uh you know got all the channels, and that's when I saw was clicking around on a Sunday, and it was the pay per view after Bash at the Beach, and I see Hogan and the Black Beard and the whatever. Oh, so okay, so that's like prime time. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in for this. So we used to start going to wrestling shows, and we would go to the ECW shows at uh, War Memorial. Right. And uh, and she met, I guess, like, she met, I, I found all this out after with fact, but of course, I think she started chatting to Rob Feinstein at his little table in the lobby up front in the War Memorial. If you're familiar with the War Memorial, you walk up these stairs, and then there's a bunch of doors you go in and there's a big lobby area where the right. where there's some ticket windows on the side and, uh, and whatever and then you walk through that and there's double doors that go into the main arena or whatever you want to call it and but in the in that lobby area they used to have ecw set up on the right with like t-shirts and other merchandise and rob feinstein always toured with them and had a table selling wrestling tapes videotapes and I think Jan ended up chit-chatting with him. And I found out later on that she had like kind of planned to meet him at his hotel like the next day or something. Oh, so, so complete heat with the guy. I mean, listen, I've always said this, that like, it's not his fault that my girlfriend wants to cheat on me. You know what right. I mean? Right. And the same thing, like if I'm the single guy in a, in a problem, you know, it's I didn't make a promise to her boyfriend not to cheat on her with me, you know, so it's like I get it, but it's still like still not going to like the guy. Of course, like there's not it's not your boy. Right. He's never going to be my boy. And he doesn't. And I'm sure he didn't know anything. It wasn't like she introduced me to him as her boyfriend at some point or any nothing right. like that. So whatever. So exactly. then years later, when the. When the, uh, you know, I just never liked the guy after that because, of course, uh, my girlfriend wants to cheat on me with this guy. Fuck this guy, you know. Uh, uh, so then years later, when it's the WrestleMania in Miami. Uh, we, this, is, this is the the infamous trees blocking the ring WrestleMania. 
Yeah, where they had the fake palm trees on every corner of the posts. Oh yeah. But but like set back because the, the trees were like fake trees that were holding a like a, a it was like a a cover over the ring in case it started raining. I guess. Yeah, those those trees fucked me out of the view. And listen, I still had you know pretty good seats. Still got to see stuff, but yeah, that wasn't fun. Right. Well, yeah, there was that one, and and uh, and uh, we park, and as we're getting out of our as we're parking, the car next to us that we just parked next to, because you know they they line you in, bang bang bang, you know. So right, then, right, right. So then they put we go in, and then there's a car after us, and that's how they fill them. Um, I see Rob Feinstein getting out of the car next to us, and Jackie gets all panicky because he knows me. I just I'm the one that will actually say something out loud. And so he's like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. And I hadn't even seen Rob yet, but because Jackie started panicking. Oh yeah. He's instigating. He drew my attention and I see Rob Feinstein getting out of the car and walking to the fucking building. We were going to hang out for a while still. Uh, I think we still had this. We, we still had to spray paint. Uh, we had gotten some wrist bracelets, those plastic ones for clubs. We had bought oh, them at yeah, yeah. party supermarket and bought the color paint that they, the, the, that they were going to use for the after party one. So we spray painted a bunch of blue wrist bracelets, purple that we then use that night to get in the after party. So we, and they had, worked. It absolutely worked. They were just still sticky. Um, that's amazing. But, uh, cause they, they don't look for writing. They just look for the color. So, uh, so we, so we had to still spray paint those on the, there's probably some section of parking lot in at the Miami, Miami dolphins, uh, stadium that has a, like a square with purple on the edges of it. You know, like from where we spray painted this thing. Uh, but so I get out of the car and I start going, Oh, we parked next to the pedophile. We parked next to the child predator is, are we within a hundred yards of a fucking school? Can he even be, you know, I start. Uh, you're just, you're just dropping pellet after pellet on him. And I'm getting, and I'm saying them louder and louder as he's walking further and further so that he, at least he still hears me at the same tone. And uh, he just never, he no sold it. He never looked back or whatever. But yeah, those are my two Rob Feinstein stories. That's pretty funny. I, I feel like the only connection I have through Rob is all of that stuff with Luke several years ago. You know, it's weird because I assume that Luke made money through Rob. Right. Probably doing shoot interviews and maybe whatever else. I don't know. But it always, it, it always annoys me. And it, it, this this harkens back to you a little bit. Always annoys me when some of these like industry industry creeps that should be fucking blackball from the business, but right. but are allowed to hang around by people, uh, are on my friends' socials. Like when Luke is interacting with Rob Feinstein all the time, it it irks me in such a way. Just like. You with Luke. I was going to say, just like when there's a specter hanging over my uh, page, right? <laughs> Come on. Now explain this to me. What are you, just playing nice guy? You just playing the politics game? What's going on here? I mean, it's mostly a political game. And truthfully, I mean, all of the stuff that materialized between you and Marco and really anyone else in Lou, I wasn't even around. Like that was before I was even here. So I wasn't firsthand a part of any of that stuff. No, I get it, but but you have to understand. There's a maybe you haven't been on this side of it before, but when your boys have a problem with someone, it hurts. Well, it hurts to see one of your other boys, which I, right? Which I totally understand. Around. And 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 you know, again, we're talking, you know, very much at an arm's length here. It, it's all 
you know, a political kind of thing. And, you know, truthfully, he comments on your page like your boys, like you guys have like 30 minutes reserved every Tuesday to just talk about the business with each other. Well, knowing Lou, obviously, some of our listeners probably do. Most probably don't. They've heard that if depending how long they've listened to, we have brought him up. We have told some stories. And if they listen to the old ones with Marco, me and Marco have definitely told some Lou stories. Lou kind of, uh, I guess, swings in the various directions. So I, I think his uh, coming across as my boy might be something else. I don't. I don't know what that means. I think you need to get less vague on that. I. I think there's a chance. Sweet on you. He might. (laughs) Like it's. It's possible. It's possible. That's. That's. That's weird because I don't. I don't perceive him as. No. Now in person, there's never been anything where it's like, "Whoa, this is uncomfortable." I. I've always pictured him exclusively interested in girls. But being the kind of creepy guy that wouldn't, you know, he's kind of like, you know, he's he's definitely entrenched in the in the eighties version of CD, where like, I mean, she's sleeping, but does that is that really going to stop me? You know, kind of kind of guy, you know, the uh, right, the like, well, you know, you know, I'll roof you the first ten times, and then she'll actually give me consent, kind of guy, you know. I mean, it's 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 definitely more his look. And the vibe, I've never heard a bad, I've never heard someone post that Lou did that to them. I'm not saying he has, I'm just saying that's the vibe. And he does not deter, he does not discourage it. He, he, he leans into it. For some reason, he thinks it's a wrestling heel gimmick or something. Right. Unless you've heard something. And then we could have some breaking news on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. I, I get it. And as much as I don't day, like the guy, I I've, I'm going to be fair and say I've never heard a bad thing about him actually doing something to someone. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, he's someone that he's never like done anything directly to me, so it's hard for me to like completely no sell him and be like a dick to him just just because. But I mean, listen, I absolutely keep him at an arm's length. It's not like we're hanging out. I, you know, I mostly in placating him in almost every situation where he's, you know, spouting off. And I'm just like, yeah, of course, Lou, of course, Lou, you know, that kind of deal. Um, listen, he's uh, for better or worse. I mean, he did not that I, I couldn't on my own volition, but at the time, you know, him putting me over with CCW and helping me get involved, you know, on a higher level there. I mean, I, I'm sure it, it helped more than hurt. So, you know, I mean, it, it's hard to, uh, totally shit on the guy i mean until he does i guess some lou like things to me it's like it's kind of hard <laughs> okay I, I i just always you know as we're i think you and i are i i'm just like i know enough i know enough people that have had bad experiences with him that i don't have to oh, right i don't have to be say he's done nothing to me but you know tomato tomato um you know i don't want to i don't want i don't want to put you in a bad spot any more than you know <laughs> Any more than we normally do. It's it's all good. So so uh, so how often are you out of town with this shit? Because you're because usually you can make these AEW things. Yeah, I mean it's um you know thankfully uh, I mean I have had a lot of events you know Friday Saturday are Sundays these, like whatever. like this one you're doing on Sunday 
is this a regular place you work for or is or how many of them yeah, are it's like a regular one-offs? company i work for I, I it's interesting the original event was scheduled for late may and they ended up having to move it for some reason and obviously with mma it's different whereas with wrestling you know you move a date you move a date with mma you move a date is that fighter still going to be able to fight you know i mean they got to be in camp another month kind of thing like you know you the card's going to change like everything's way different because it's it's real <laughs> so right. Well, what's, um, a, what's, a, so other than like, I, so what, a, what does a fighter do if their card gets moved? Are they looking for another fight? They might look for another fight because they're yeah, already they trained for, up and it's like, yeah, you're ready. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they might look to be added to a card, you know, sooner than later, you know, within a week or so of that fight. Well, cause you're or, also, you know, cause you're also paying people, right? Well, it depends. I know this this fight that I'm doing on Sunday is uh, it's actually a mix of pro and amateur. I'd say like the pro, like uh, let's so let's split the card. Let the top few on the card. They're paying people to like train with them and and whatever it is. If it's dietitians and or just like or or time at a fucking uh, like a gym, you know, working on special things or whatever. That if if they right. have to extend it another month or two, that it all of a sudden whatever they'd make for for their for their win or loss i mean that, that's actually an interesting point I, I never thought about it from that perspective i mean i think mostly I, I think mostly it's money you would think right and you know again i don't know how much these guys are earning you know the, like again this is a mixed fight pro and am so the pros obviously are getting paid but you know the purse i can't imagine it being huge you know especially for the loser right well, but but then that even would dictate more that you would want to get get the fight in I mean, it's, um, it's interesting, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, this is a, a company that I work for that we've done events in Kentucky, Tennessee, Illinois, Indiana. So, you know, it's a kind of a Midwestern yeah, a based little, company, a little bubble there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, um, you know, I was looking at, I, I was, I was looking at houses like in like Indiana and I was like, or like generally in that area. And I'm like, Oh, this is like some of these places I was looking at. Just random houses on this on this website. Uh, I'm right. like I'm like man. If I wanted to run a territory, there's there's all these big cities within like an hour and a half to three hours. It's like well, ir- ironically for this same company, they're running a wrestling event, and it's going to be August nineteenth. Uh, and August nineteenth is going to be wrestling, and August twentieth is going to be MMA, and it's going to be at a minor league baseball stadium. I know um, I had I've done a couple of MMA events there for them, but they're going to be doing wrestling. Originally, I think they were trying to work with Billy Corgan, but for some reason it didn't work out with the NWA. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean I've I've seen a couple people on the card. I think Jacob Fatu's on the card. Um, I've seen a couple of different things for it so far. I don't have a lot of details. Have, but... you, have you been to a show at a at a baseball stadium, a wrestling show? I, I wrestling wise, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember either. Ring of Honor. I remember Ring of Honor a few years back did those shows. I think in Brooklyn. Yeah, and I, those were. I, I remember watching those. That's those had some New Japan guys on them, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Those yeah. were on TV. I remember those were on like the the weekend TV show, which yeah, and yeah, those yeah. looked a, a lot of fun. And I remember uh, several years back, I had some friends that I think wrestled in Fenway. They had something going on in uh, Boston for like an indie thing. And of where, course, you know, where do they like down here? But I'm saying, like, like I, I'm just trying to picture that. Like, I assume they have like floor seating, right? Like on the field seating, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's and, and don't forget when Global Force Wrestling was doing shows. I mean, they were pretty much all stadium shows. Yeah, but I don't think I really. I mean, other than seeing highlights of stuff. Well, yeah, I'm sure you saw like pictures and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of those things where most of the seating is you know on the field, but because you know feel you're like seating in that first in your that first if, section, right? The first sec. I but even that seems a little bit removed. But I don't know because then I'm thinking about like an arena, and you can have fucking you can have seats further back than that anyways right i mean you're, you're not necessarily right on top of the action but you know it, it's a little bit more of a uh i guess a kind of a bigger show feel because you know you're you're, you're kind of watching it from afar yeah but you know it's it, it's an interesting environment and it you know it should be fun especially be interesting to see how some of these guys work the crowd especially with them not really being near them yeah i want yeah you can't you're not like within ears ears reach of a lot of them and, and I'm, I'm also personally very curious because i thought the reason that they were doing the dual show was really to help the setup but i don't know how you're going to be able to do the show with the same setup like i don't know how you do wrestling in an mma cage unless you're going to do mma in a wrestling ring that's possible but you know although to a, me there a wrestling ring has a lot more bounce than a than a regular, you know. Like, oh yeah, I mean a cage doesn't really have any give. Right, or like a, or like when you see uh, MMA in a in a like a, I guess more of a boxing ring. Those don't have that that spread no, either. No, not at all. Yeah, no, 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 they they do not. So I'm I'm curious to see how that's going to go down. But uh, unless yeah, they be- they do, they have some kind of quick teardown and and not to tear down a whole ring and 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 set a cage up. Either they're going to have right. them like next to each other. Like, I don't know. You weren't there for that show, but that that show in West Palm we did for Irving where he had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling MMA. They had they had both set up. They had a ring and a, and a cage. So oh, I forgot they had MMA. Yeah. Him and uh, Israel did it. So they had both. Uh, and they were kind of technically overlapped. They started their fights while we were still wrestling. But uh, that, that's actually hilarious. Or something like that. Maybe someone got on the microphone. I don't remember what it was, but uh, uh, so the, they could have that. But that seems. Oh, I could. I could also see like once the wrestling's over, or once the MMA's over, they just pull the the canvas up and change the flooring. Yeah, know? I mean that that that's definitely possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure this is where it'd be. A, you know, hey, let's get Israel on and ask him how that works. <laughs> Uh, we'll call him. Let's. let's no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, if I had his number, I might. I'm now. I, I do. Ha- I do have his number, but we don't need to go there right now. Yeah. He. I. No offense, Israel, but if we get him on, it's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna ask the one question, and then we won't be able to get him off, and it'll be like 30 minutes of Israel talking about how great Israel's doing. So. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to bury anyone, but that's exactly what would happen. Come on. Let's, you know, he would. I don't think even he'd argue with that. You know, so come on. Right. No, yeah, I, I agree. Listen, he's like, he's like a. Uh, I I like ribbing the guys like Israel because anyone that's like survived a near death experience, uh, they have a. They seem to usually have a better perspective about life and could take a rib. Oh no, he's definitely changed a little bit. I mean, he seems to be a lot uh, more like. Not that he wasn't before, but, you know, he kind of carries himself in a very thankful manner these days. Yeah, just happy to be here. Yeah. That's... No, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I think he could take the Right. 
So I, I got about I got about fifteen minutes or so. Oh. So what what uh what, what do you want to dive into here? Well, what do you want to do? You have anything on your mind before I I get into anything? Because uh because uh I got a f- I got a few things. I mean, not about you necessarily, but I got I got a. Well, just- well, let's dive in because I, I can't really think of anything offhand that well, did you... uh, is, is pertinent. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't know if we want to go pertinent to us or just pertinent in general. I I did watch. I don't know if you saw it today. The uh, the press conference for the uh, the Ric Flair's last fight thing that's going. No, on. I did not. Last match. Uh, it had like him and David Crockett sitting on one side, and like Jeff Jarrett. Uh, like the assistant to the mayor because the mayor couldn't be there and somebody else i forget who it was on the other side and they everyone came up or, and was, uh, was rock and roll there no nobody no no other workers were there uh got it and uh and then we had some i don't know who the, who the host was you may have known who the host was but uh he he kind of like talked for a little bit then brought everyone up to say a little something and whatever it was like a 30 minute thing uh but but uh, any I, sign of lethal? Huh? No. Any sign no, of no, lethal? No, no, no. I don't See, even. The, well, the theory going around now, yeah, is that it's a work, and they're trying to get heat on the main event. I think that like, yeah, I guess because you're like, eh, these guys trained together, and now they're having a match. Like, together. it doesn't make it's... any sense to me that lethal would be that involved with the preparation and forgetting even in Flair's match, but not even on the card. I, I, maybe, I just, I'm curious, like, there's this weird thing going on where he's like, where Flair's like, I'm not the booker. I'm not in charge of booking. I'm like, if you right, like, I've got no say in my final match. He's a partner in this. And A, he, he, well, they did ask him, like, who would you want? Cause they didn't announce who it was still. And they're like, who would you want? He's like, I don't care if it's a name or if it's a nobody. And then he gave an, a, an example of like, you know, when AJ came to WWE, he's like, I didn't think anyone would even know who he was. And then I heard the pop and you're like, so the internet's crazy these days, kind of alluding to like, whoever I work, people are going to have heard of them, even if they're not from TV. So okay. it was almost like, kind of like opening the field a little bit, but come on, like, like you're going to have a name in there. You're going to have, he's not going to. And there's no way it's a singles. I mean, I think it's going to be. That's crazy. It is. That's crazy. crazy. He did. Like when he was talking, he almost had to reassure people. Like I'm people. I've been working really hard. I'm in great shape. I'm not like in 1989 shape, but you know, I'm not 2009 shape either. And he's like, and then he's like assuring people, I'm not going to die in the ring. He like almost literally said that. He said, I I know I've said either I want to die in a ring or under a woman, but you know, uh, but, uh, He's like, I, I promise you, I have no plans of dying in the ring. I think, I think like there was a big, like, maybe there was a little wash of comments that came in. Like, I'm not going to watch Ric Flair commit suicide on national, on, you know, on, on national TV, but on pay-per-view or something. Right, right. But it was to the point where he addressed it, you know, and you're like, well, that's, that feels weird. But uh, there must have been something he had to address. Or felt he needed to address. I mean, it's obviously one of those things where, you know, people see he's old. They know about the health issues in recent years. And, you know, they, they certainly want to make sure that he can live that quality of life that's just not in the ring. But, you know, I'd imagine this is not something. It, listen, he's probably going to do some stuff where we're like, he probably shouldn't have done all that. But I'm right. sure it's going to be relatively, you know, safe. 
Right. I don't. I don't think we're talking about like falling off a ladder onto a through a table on the outside of the ring. You know. But in that same vein, we're almost one hundred percent getting the top row bump. <laughs> well, for sure. But that's that's pretty tame. But, that, but that, that you can do that safely. That's pretty tame. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I just, I but, think, I think your thoughts on like creating some, working some like heat with Lethal. It's, it's just like the weird thing is that this is a a one off match pulled straight out of Conrad's ass. The guy hasn't had a match with anyone in like ten years or whatever it's been. Like, what? Who, who would he have heat with? that you could like create a storyline like, like let's just get out of that storyline mentality. We're just, people are there just to see Ric Flair have a, as good of a match as he can with someone that can go with him in the ring and help carry him or help get the story over. There's no like creating like a heat or, a you know, or a store, like right. some kind of like, I've got a problem with this guy's storyline thing. It just seems like not part of the vibe of it, you know? Right. And, and not to, not to, to name drop here, yeah. But as uh, Vic Joseph told me, <laughs> it, it, every week with the WWE is the greatest hits. Like right. literally, they announce it like it's the greatest hits. Like there's nothing new. Like they're just hitting the spots over and over and over again. And that's what Flair's doing. He's going to give you the greatest hits. Right. He's going to go in there and do Flair shit that you expect for 15, 20 minutes. It's going to see the Eagles play. Right. They're not going to go. They're not going to. They're not coming out on stage and going, uh, we'd like to play. Well, you're, go, you're going there for Hotel California. You're not going there for a deep cut. Not even a deep cut. Like, like they're not going to go, oh, we'd like to play something off our new album. Fuck or it. the new album. Right, they, haven't exactly. played, they haven't made a new album in 20 years and they tour constantly. You know, right. they're like, why do we need to make new music? We're fucking selling 700 to see tickets playing the old stuff why do we need to why need why do i need to memorize one extra line of something new you know absolutely <laughs> so i think you yeah with flair it's the same thing it's like it's like you're gonna see everything you want to see of course but uh at the same point it's such a like i watched him come in and i don't know what shape he's in because obviously he's probably in some of the best shape of his life because you know diet exercise actual shape sure I mean, actual shape sure from the I name mean- from the neck down, when he shows up, he's probably going to look kind of impressive. He might he might be wrestling with a shirt on. Who the fuck knows? But I mean, I mean, I would imagine he's going to be in full gear, but he might have a shirt on. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, but but from the neck up, when he walks out, he you know he looks every when he's wearing a three piece suit. From the neck up, he looks. Every, well, I was going to say he's going to have the fifteen thousand dollar robe on. Right. No, I'm saying when he was sitting there in the in for the presser. He right. He looked every fucking day of his age from the neck up. Sure, you know sure, what I mean. Sure, sure. Right, right, right. So, hope you know that's the weird thing. Like all these older guys with these like fucking dialed-in bodies, but there's no like workout for your fucking face and your hairline and all that other and the and the fucking liver spots and the fucking wrinkles. And, and, the, and you know, let's not dispute the fact they're dismissed. The fact that you know, a couple of years ago, he was. Literally on death's door. Oh, he was in a coma for what, 20 days or something like that? Yeah. I mean, it looked really bleak for a while. And then couldn't, like they were saying, like he couldn't even like, he needed help getting out of bed, let alone fucking, you know, he had like that, that little strength and energy and muscle and whatever. Right. For so long afterwards. 
Isn't it weird though? Like, like I don't. I hear like he's back to like. I mean, he's he's definitely Mister Moderation, but I hear he's he hasn't cut anything out. He still goes drinks and parties. Yeah, he's still going out. Whatever does the hang? Speaking of which, yeah. On that, on in, in that same vein, how many of his daughter's friends do you think has he's done the deed? That's a good question. Because like, like, like someone, someone obviously has. It's a good question because I feel like a lot, like his daughters have probably done everything to keep anyone in their circle yes. away from his reach. Like, 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 no. Well, we, and also there's there's the factor of, you know, oh, it's my daughter's like friend slash colleague. I don't want to create the heat for her. <laughs> Come on, the guy gets married and 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 is out. Slaying rats like a week later. Come on, you know th- I don't think that's. Plus, at the at the end of the night, I, things might get a little blurry. You know what I mean? It's like right. I mean, not only does a you know a five become an eight, but uh, you know, like I, I, I don't even need to know your name or you know, the focus might not even come into the fact where he realizes this person knows my kid. I don't know. I don't know these things, but I know. I know. I know we would have problems at the end of the night, you know. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I just I'm just thinking about it. I mean, it's like he's living the gimmick and he's got all these, you know, options potentially right in front of him. The problem is I think that uh I'm not sure which way it goes. Like if it's friends of their daughters, the the friends may be so polluted from hearing all the like angry fucking stories that, that the kids tell of like all this bullshit that they're that flares painted in a light that makes him not attractive to these people. Or they might be like, Oh, he's a coxman. I, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, let's, let's put that on the fucking resume that I fucked Ric Flair. I mean, that is a, that is a, that is a notable thing on a fucking resume, I guess to some people. Right. But I'm glad, I'm glad that pops into your mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's like, I mean, that's the kind of shoot interview we want to hear. Well, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. But right. you would think we'd have heard of it. I mean, I guess part of me just wants to hear about that one time Flair like hit on Nia Jax. Well, I'm hitting on and fucking. Well, right, well, right, but like deal. actually, but like, but then took it to another level. Right, 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 right. Well, you're if you're talking about her friends in the business business, then maybe I thought you meant like, you know, when they're like in their. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the friends. There, there's at least been a foray into the friends, but yeah, I was talking more of like her colleagues. Okay. Oh, oh for sure. I'm. I don't know if he's ever sealed a deal because he's. Because it's kind of it's a huge gap now. For and, right. Well, that you know it, it presents one of those interesting scenarios. Well, and. And it's like, I don't know the mentality of the girls working in, like, let's say the WWE that, uh, you know, like they probably, cause that whole pool is a little incestuous, you know, everyone's fucking everyone until they fucking marry up. And then even after then, I'm sure some of them are still fucking everyone. Uh, I don't know if, if that's like a, you know, a thing like Ric Flair is a, a, a stepping stone to getting further in the business or, you know, or what the, what well, the... you think, you know, Hey, buddy, buddies with the top people, maybe, you know, hanging out with Nate. Shout he's, out. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, if, 
if you give me a, a friendly downstairs handshake, I'll talk to I'll talk to Hunter for you. <laughs> well, right, like, hey, he's boys with Hunter, you know. <laughs> an easy in. And he doesn't even have to say that. Maybe they draw those connect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I listen. I mean, listen. Any anyone who's you know watched wrestling for five minutes know that Triple H looks at, or Flair looks at Triple H like a son. Yeah. Well, I yes yes. Uh, also, Randy. Um, I you know it's. I wouldn't put anything past anyone that works in that fucking building. To be honest with you, I wouldn't put it past anyone. I, I I don't know that it's happened because no one can keep a secret anymore. So right. everything eventually comes out, uh, you know, but uh, but I wouldn't put it past anyone. So uh, I don't know if you got anything on the top of your head, but I know you've got another podcast coming up. Yeah, I'm getting uh, actually interviewed for the CCW podcast. Oh, are you? Oh, I thought this was a real thing. All right. I... <laughs> I'm like I'm like oh he's got a thing at six I got a I got a hard out and we've got like you know five six minutes here so I've I was gonna I was gonna transition out but now I, now I feel tempted to run long and fuck them but uh, I uh, won't. <laughs> well, I mean, we can certainly talk about. I got five minutes. We can you know run through. <laughs> no, I know. I was just fucking with you though. But uh, listen, I want to. I honestly, I just want to go back to the Spike podcast. I I. Uh, there so was, how do you like like how do you craft a spite cast well, to actually spite Anthony? Well, here's the thing. He uh for a little run there, he was kind of like ducking his responsibilities. And by responsibilities, I mean answering the fucking phone and talking for half an hour. It's not like in the course of a whole day or or in the course of knowing that you've got something this day and you can't do it, let's do it the day before and letting me know. There was a lot right. of like not heads upping me, a lot of stringing me along, a lot of oh, so you're like waiting and he's just not there. All kinds of stuff. It's like or like I'll be ready at six, and then I call it six. He's like I'm not done yet, and then I'm like let me know when you're gonna be ready, and then no, never a heads up, never like at six if he's gonna be busy, letting me know I'm running late, you know, and then I'm I'm like a guy that's like for for sometimes two three hours sitting there going waiting, not being able to do anything because he might be able available and right. i'm trying to accommodate him it was this whole thing and then we were running so many reruns for a little while there that i was like this is ridiculous and so i almost want i was so close to firing him but i don't want to be <laughs> and by firing i mean me just quitting and i didn't want to be the one that quits i don't want to be that guy i want to make him be that guy so uh what? i want to be, i want him to be the bad guy but if he's if he's ever the bad guy i was going to just transition to i was gonna be like listen he, he bailed on us people I'm I'm going to run even if no one ever listens to this I'm going to now it's a spite podcast I'm going to never not do it uh I would just I would just do I would do whatever I'd be doing like what we're doing here uh I would be uh I would probably have made a spite TikTok to get more viewers than he has I would have made a spite I would just done the whole fucking gimmick just to kind of like as a joke I mean it's obviously right. as a joke it's a whole run. right but like embrace that whole Larry David fucking storyline where I'm just like I'm, you know, like like uh, Mocha Joe over there in in Atlanta, well, you know. Well, I was gonna say, what what if you start like putting over like, I don't know, French candy? <laughs> well, my point would be like, I, like anything he can do, I can do better. I think would be the story. So I would obviously just make a point of doing British candy just to prove that any fucking 
trained ape can fucking do this and do it better than he does it, you know? So basically you're saying you just have to be fat. I don't even know if you have to be fat. You just have to, I'm just going to prove that he's, I was just going to, my spite, my most spite thing was to prove there's nothing special about him. So let's go. Because it it seems like it's taken off a little bit more. (laughs) A little bit, but, uh, but he and I have both agreed that if he actually like put any effort into it, He'd be in such another fucking place. He'd probably be. That's the thing. He's he, like putting in like half effort and like kind of getting over. Right. But that's the problem. It's like, it's like, what are you doing here? Like if you would put in full effort, you would, could already right. be like, this could be your job. You wouldn't have to be fucking nine to fiving it for some fucking company, miserable and whatever. And you could just call your shots for the rest of your life. But instead he wants to fucking, you know. Yeah, you know, I know. And it's like we have these discussions. I know what I have to do. And we list there. He lists everything he knows he has to do. He never does any of it. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. So I, I, I'm like, Sounds about right. So I'm a little so like at the end of the day, like he's 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 one step away from me just like doing a whole like spite parody fucking like social accounts, podcast, all that just to fucking make him feel bad at the end of the day when I. uh when I show him up and be like, this is how you do it, man. This, had, this wasn't right. hard. This was easy. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I need to lose weight. So I'm going to start a, a competition with him and that's when I'll, I'll start my new TikTok account and we'll start it with that. And then I'll, uh, Oh, that's a hell of a, I mean, that, listen, cre- then I think, through I that think what we should do, rivalry. I think what we should do. Yeah. 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 We'll start, we'll start now. Uh huh. You, you and Anthony, in a weight loss contest, mm-hmm. but but the payoff is not who weighs the least. The payoff is at the end who can still. We're gonna have another pizza rumble, but who's gonna be able to do it? Dieted. Wait, what? Like we're doing a pizza contest at the end. Like that's the reward is the pizza. Like you and Anthony head to head, you diet. But it's going to be a pizza rumble instead of just seeing who's who's the, the what the weight is. So then, why are like we, we actually bo- why are we bothering to lose any weight then? Well, we finally get the Ben Anthony head to head, but you got to do it with the handicap of the lost weight. Like maybe you can't eat as many slices. I mm, I'm not sure that's how that works. It, it, it's like a Russo twist on it. I'm not sure. I don't know. That's how that works. I think your internal organs. Uh, you might they might be more compacted and smaller with a bunch of fat around them. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not. We have to work on that one. I I would. Th- here's what I would think. We do the we do the the uh, we do the weight loss thing. But then at the end, maybe it's double or nothing with the pizza contest. Even if he beats me. Oh, okay. I like that. If he beats me losing weight. Okay. He has to still beat me in the pizza contest, or if I beat him in the pizza contest, I win. Okay. I like maybe, like maybe the maybe the the weight loss competition is worth five points, but the pizza contest is worth six. So he can either okay. he can either beat me eleven to nothing, or maybe it's a two out a two out of three thing because otherwise he could just be like fuck it I'll just. I'll just not try in the weight loss and beat him with the pizza thing. I don't know. This is right. something we got to work out. But, the, now but I, 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 
but I do think we have something here where there can be a build to a, a big payoff. You're you're. I feel though that like you want another rumble, but but don't you want to compete in one of these things? I feel like you're. You, I kind of do, but you like, kind of like always bemoan me, that you're the you're like the play me, by play guy instead of the part fucking, of me. Part of me is a little uh, little hesitant to be on camera because pump full of PEDs. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, uh, cause... like I I I can't lie. Like I don't like I could do the contest without cheating. But I don't think that I could have as like I, I wouldn't enjoy it the same. Right, and you don't want you don't want uh... like I don't want it to feel like I'm actually competing. Like I want to feel like I'm eating pizzas too. But is the but but can you like take a few uh, recreationals and and still be hungry as opposed to like getting so blitzed that you look <laughs> you look unpresentable on camera. That, that's a balance. A balance? That's, that's a fine line that I, I I can try to walk. I mean, you you would have time to to kind of figure that out at home, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I think I could probably make that work. Yeah, I mean, you know, or just or just do a natty. Everyone's got to come in natty, you know. Ah, <sighs> natty's tough. But everyone's got to come in natty. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't have like. See, I'm not like. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know, everyone. It, it, it's I, I, I like the prospect. We we could have like maybe a tournament. Like we, there's things we can do here. I mean, if we were really wanted to do it, we could have an elimination tournament where like that's what I'm saying. We're like a month before there's some qualifying rounds. You know what I mean? You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. You didn't respond to that, so. I was like... Oh yeah, no, no, no. That 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 all sounds legit. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. I think we we need to work on that, but we I think I definitely need to. Uh, well, the next next time you get Mister Slambino on here, finally, Jesus, maybe knows? maybe loop maybe loop I'm, me in and and we can start you know talking about this potential resurgence of the Breakfast Club's uh, live events. Okay, we could. I mean, Joe Joe hit me up a long time ago asking if we would do a like a meatball eating or meat something kind of contest at the pizza shops, uh, and I. I just never got back to him because I didn't think I could put anything together with you guys. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, we're we're gonna make it work. But maybe we'll even do it at Joe's, uh, you know, and host the event there. Uh, yeah, that that's that's a good idea. Yeah, as for him when he shows up, like I'm, I'm half tempted to just ask Earl to come by early on Sunday. Uh, That'd be awesome. And uh, and do it with me instead of uh, waiting around to see if Anthony's uh, got a got a window while he's. Basically on a work vacation here. <laughs> well, yeah, let, let, let's go ahead and do that. I, I got to hop on this uh, this interview podcast deal, yeah. but uh, just, I, I like the I like the teaser then. Do it. Do this. Uh, apologize for running late because you were uh, you were doing a, a uh, our podcast. I, I was dealing with Lou. Are you? No, no, I'm not talking to Lou. If, uh, if he runs the podcast, I'm listening. That's for sure. I want to hear you. Yeah. I want to hear you two with each other's cocks in your mouths. I bet you do. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this. It's better than running a rerun, I guess. Anyway, uh, of course. No, I'll, I'll join you soon. You, you have elevated us. Uh, uh, you bring nothing but uh, but shine to our podcast, my friend.
All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, I tried to blow you. You didn't. You didn't thank me. All right. <laughs> See ya later.